So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. Three guys on sports. Hour two beginning. Nick, Noah, Sawyer, and you. 834-1027. That's the phone number to call or text into the show about whatever you want. Uh, what you wish we were talking about. What you want to talk about. All those things. Uh, however, it is 12.05 noonish, And that means around here that we got to talk about Longhorns with some horns at high noon. Longhorns at high noon. Fuck him. All right, Noah, take us off. Yes, I will uh, incorporate my good friend Sawyer, who was on site Ooh, for the first game. Reporting live. Reporting live from Dish Rock Field, the Longhorns, on Friday night, take down the San Diego Toros. They win 7-3. to three. There was a grand slam I saw oh in the sixth goodness. inning. Looked like it was over at the Yeti yard. Yeah, first home run for the Horns for the season. Grand grand slam into the Yeti Woo. yard. What a way to start. Now, did you did you go check out the Yeti yard? No. You stayed, okay. I stayed in the stands. Uh, the Yeti yard, you don't need a ticket to enter. I saw it that. It is yeah. a 140 capacity. Uh, you can bring your own booze. Mm. Oh, um, but as soon as you walk out, there's no bathrooms. So if you walk out, they're letting someone out. You know, and was there booze. like did you save like is there like a big line for it? Was there demand? No, like, we I came mean, in uh, cemetery side, I guess south side, and mm-hmm. it's north of it. Yeah, and so uh, I didn't see him. I think my roommate went to go look, uh, or at least talk to one of his friends that was hanging out over there, but uh, it was I, I, so kinda, cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was brutally cold. <laughs> You know, I, I felt bad because, again, Friday I, I was doing my uh, mental health retreat with some uh-huh. psychedelics, and so I was like, I should go out to that game. And then I was like, ah, then I got to put on pants and pants, yeah. go outside. It was, it was the uh, largest opening day in school history. 7,935 wow. fans attended the game. Look, was a, if, you, if you did, I, I was jealous. When I saw that they had the Grand Slam, I was like, oh, yeah. man, I swear you got to it see that awesome. in person. Uh, like, with the Yeti Yard, sorry, I, I, I'm... I want to know like what prevents you from just going in there it, and camping it, out all, all game. Like, you can. Just, I mean, you can sit there if you can hold it for nine innings. I got. A, I, don't know about, I don't know about nine innings, but I got. A, I got pretty good bladder control. From it'd be uh, a good a way to start the game if you bring like a sixer and want to mm-hmm. crush it, and then go into the game at a certain point. But really, you are just next to the away team's bullpen. I mean, it's it's a little yeah. So it it'll look great on TV. I think is what that's they're the going other thing. for. Like, man, to be seen on that, that's a really cool. I was happy to see still see tents and setups for Occupy Left Field. People are still having a time nice. over there, so that's good. Um, Horns do win the series that weekend. They, they dropped on uh, they dropped Saturday, so they got the win back on Sunday. Saturday they went to the eleventh inning, yes, and they lost uh, five to six. And then Sunday uh, they took care of business and took over that one nine to four. They will take on it looks like tonight Houston yeah. Christian. There you go, Lance Berkman, mm-hmm. coach uh, coaching uh, Houston Christian, former Astro, former St. Louis Cardinal, won a World Series with the Cards. There you go, at uh, Dishfalk or in Houston? Yeah, at Dishfalk. Okay, it's nice. a home game. So yeah. early impressions of this Longhorn baseball team. I mean, obviously, your first home run of the season is a grand slam. That feels pretty good. good. The offense was not awesome to start for the Horns, I would think. There were some uh, errors on defense, too. I don't know how much that had to do with the actual wind. The wind was blowing into the stadium, uh, so not a lot of balls being able to travel. 
uh, whoever is playing right field for us, I can't remember the name, some insane grabs, absolutely uh, robbing a couple of people of uh, great plays and keeping the game close on that Friday game I saw. Um, I'd say if they if they tighten it down, uh, we do have a very promising roster this year. We could definitely be a team like TCU. We should be able to handle A&M, uh, teams like that on the schedule that will more than likely be ranked opponents. Uh, but yeah, just knocking the rust off for the boys. I think it's great to get the two wins, especially scoring seven in a total of, what would that be, 12, 21, 21 runs yeah. uh, over the weekend. Love to see it. I mean, sure, Texas State scored 21 on Friday, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> is, yeah, what it is. Good game. <laughs> All these Texas games State. coming up, though, they got Houston Christian, just a single game here tonight, mm-hmm. 630. You got Cal Poly coming into town as well mm-hmm. over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then St. John's, the Red Storm, will be coming out on Tuesday, a week from mm-hmm. today. Weather permitting, I think I'll go to that Sunday game. There you go. That's a 1 p.m. game, 1.30 at Saturday, and then 6.30, another night game for Friday, 6.30 tonight as well. And then they head down for that cool one that you're mm-hmm. going to, Sawyer. Uh, I'll be at Barbecue Austin at the uh, Austin Radio. Uh, uh, Austin Rodeo, I'm sorry. But uh, Houston's Foundation's College Classic at Minute Maid Park. LSU, uh, national champs, obviously, last year. Uh, they take them on March 1st on Friday. Texas State Bobcats, your guys' former uh, alumni, wow. the alumni there. And then... Vanderbilt as well. So you got. Oh, what was that story? Wow. That's, 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 that's a bobcat for you. Okay. The, the one I'm the most excited for, we got to <laughs> see if we can get tickets to, fellas. We got to do a little A&M. three guys at, yep, three guys at the park. Let's get tickets to AM. Yeah, I was going to try, I was gonna try to pull some press credentials. Let's, let's see what we can box. do. Let's talk to, yeah, let's talk to some people about that one because I want to see unbiasedly report on Aggie fans out there. That'll be a fun that one. That game sells out. Uh, oh, yeah. Game. I'd be double digits on the ticket prices there. Ooh, there, you yeah. go. there you go. Looking at $11. Um, and also on the diamond world as well, this uh, Clearwater Invitational for your Lady, Lady Horns, Horns crushed it. They beat number two, Tennessee, two to one. Number nine, Stanford, nine to uh, two. On a back to back. On a back to back. They're seven and oh. Everything it looks like uh, weather got canceled mm-hmm. uh, remainder of the week. They were supposed to play North Carolina, number 18, Kentucky, number 22, Northwestern. They're also taking on Houston Christian at home. That'll be tomorrow. Uh, and then they get to play a little Lone Star uh, Invitational as well, taking on Louisiana. This will be here in Austin, Colorado State a couple times, and they get Stanford again. Um, and then there you go at Texas State. You can go to San Marcos on February the 28th to watch the Longhorns go play the Bobcats. Uh, so there's around the the, the diamond, around the diamond uh, with the like horns. A lot of lot of success. Only really one loss, and it came in the eight, uh, 11th inning. Uh, for the Horns over on Saturday. We did have two basketball games uh, for the men's. Well, I, I've decided over the weekend because uh, I was trying to get people going to one of these baseball games yeah. in, in one of my uh, group chats. And uh, somebody threw out uh, our guy Zach from New Braunfels, who is currently uh, skiing, I think. Maybe there you he's go. back in town. I don't, I don't know. Um, but he was like, yeah, let's go check out the one of these basketball games coming up here soon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, uh, I'm, I'm always down to go check out some sports, uh, go down to the Moody Center. But I was like, I want to watch the women play. This women's yeah. team is really, really good. I'm, I might be official. I'm officially, when it comes to March Madness, I'm rooting for the women's team. There okay? you go. Do, do your Said, best. Screw the men's. Do your best, men. <laughs> Coach Rodney Terry, okay? Rodney. But no, I'm officially on board with this uh, the women's team. So uh, yeah. yeah, catch us up on basketball. Yeah, Saturday women's team. Uh, we'll touch on them real quick. They play tomorrow 
uh, here at the Mood against Texas Tech, but they destroyed 81-60 to on Saturday, uh, another home game against Iowa State. So after that, they got Texas Tech, they go over to Orlando where they take on UCF, they have to go up to Norman, who's 23, and take on Oklahoma, and then they finish out the year March 2nd on Saturday against BYU. Well, I believe a, a game back from Oklahoma for the yep. Big 12 Championship, so that, that game against Oklahoma, yeah, this, it's team, a big one. this team is, is right now is playing excellently. Yes, and they're fifth in the country. So, yeah, yeah. they're balling. And I think that could be a team that, who knows, we could see them maybe take on Caitlin Clark, who could be a Final Four championship mm-hmm. parents. We're getting in that kind of range for I mean, that, that is definitely Longhorns. my expectations, is that yeah. this team should be, uh, I forget, did balling. they make it to the, to the Elite Eight last year? I forget where we ended up, but uh, like this, this is a this yeah. this is a team that has a legit shot at winning a national championship. Absolutely it's be tough against South Carolina and Iowa and all the other good teams. Yep, but they they've got everything that they need. They've got all the pieces. We got a coach. We've got good guard play. We've got Madison Booker, the freshman phenom. Yeah, um, women's basketball at the highest it's ever been with the Caitlin Clark and the yeah. gang. You know, uh, going to men's here. Tough, tough game. I didn't get to watch a lot of it. I was hitting the links on Saturday. What'd uh, you do? Freezing. It was. It was. It was. It was all right. I, I didn't great, play great. I'm just gonna blame it on the weather and the, the wind. It was like 40 out there, dude. It, yeah. was, it was cold, but it was still fun. I, hey, I still enjoyed it. Real quick, are, are you guys watching the new uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Is out? No, I have not. I like Curb Your okay. Enthusiasm. I watched the new one. If uh, you thought that your dog was dead at home, would you have left the golf course or would you continue continue playing it? It shows up Whoa. in episode three. I, I would have gone home. Yeah, even not my own dog I own, but the one that lives in my house. Miss, do Fig, not cue the, I the music around Noah Kreitz. He's not going to Larry David it. No, uh, I'm not Larry I, David I watched that one. The, the the recap of that Houston game, and it was very disappointing because when they played them at the Moody Center, you know, went to overtime, it was a close loss. But like they just looked completely outclassed from the yeah. game by the Houston Cougars. And now again, Houston Cougars is also a team number two in the country, yeah. right? Like, like they're that, pretty that, pretty damn good. Yeah, but um, outscored forty to twenty seven to your credit here against uh, Houston in the first, and then forty two to twenty uh, thirty four in the second. Because this is a, some more of a second half team. But last night they did take care of Kansas State. They were winning the whole game. Uh, a team that you need to beat because they're also in this kind of that middle. Basically, the the same record. Right, middle tier range uh, the for the Big Twelve standings. They won sixty two to fifty six. I caught the mm-hmm. second half of that game. Uh, not not that impressive a second half. I can't lie, guys. Uh, well, they only they outscored them by a point in the second half, but they hold on to a big win. Yeah, and they gotta go take Kansas on on Saturday. If you beat Kansas and you can re- uh, redeem yourself from getting smoked by uh, U of H, U of H, then you know we're all right. Well, so so the good as you mentioned there, Noah, uh, is that they they had that game, they had the lead almost the entire game, if yeah. not the entire game, and and they were able to hold on and get a win that they needed. So that's right. good. Good for you guys. Uh, there was lots of good plays by uh, Dassue and Tyrese Hunter. And and, and, uh, and Ma- shout out to Max, Max Aismas, 12th of most points ever scored in NCAA, I believe. He hit 3,000. 3,000, correct. Yeah, so uh, shout I out, Max. I want to know if you feel like Longhorn fans can claim that three, that entire 3,000. No. Uh, no, what? <laughs> There's no. some weird stuff there. No. there. Uh, which I think is, The is, entire 3,000, no. Well, no, I, I just mean like, like, do we celebrate that as Longhorns? Uh, we can get to that here in a, in, in a second. Yeah, uh, I mean, no, wrong. for sure you should celebrate. He scored a lot already, right? Like, I'll, he's, I'll, I'll explain what I mean. It involves transfer players and right. football and how college just athletics are changing with the whole NIL thing right? and your perspective as fans. Uh, but specifically for this, like I said, they, they, they made a bunch of good plays against the team they needed, yeah. but they still were just like, like if you have a, a strong uh, inside game, the long you can beat the long one. Yeah, and that, here's, that is beat them big. Even you saw you saw it, especially against Houston. You saw it against Kansas State. So like that's, it, it's gonna how far they can go in the tournament is going to depend on yeah. matchups no, and I just agree. how the bracket shakes out. And if we run into teams that we match up well against, 
we could make a little bit of a run. Right. And, if, and if that first game is it just has a guy who's uh, big in the paint, we're doomed. Here, here's where they have him. Actually, Bracketology got updated uh, this morning uh, on ESPN. Texas is at the eight seed right now, so that's that's good improvement for them getting up to actual you know being higher than lower. Mm-hmm. Taking on Virginia, this would be the Midwest bracket, quote unquote. And to your point here, Nick, yeah, they'd have to take on Purdue and Zach Eady yeah. if they were to win against Virginia, which is really tough over the weekend. Yeah, they always lose. They're Purdue. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the most Purdue thing. Yeah, lose to yeah. Ohio State. But yeah, no, you. I got a good point. They still got some stuff to work out, but there's a must-needed win against Kansas State. And also, they didn't play. There were as much as there were good plays. There were just the same amount of plays of like just like we were like what was that? That was terrible. Yeah. Missed shots, uh, turnovers. So there is still like I think this team, if it plays, if we play out of our minds, absolute peak, mm-hmm. there's a shot that they can again make a, a, a sweet sixteen or something like that. But like it, it needs to be that they need to be playing just on the top of their game against some of these opponents in the tournament. So uh, like I said, rooting for the women. Let's go, let's go, Madison. All right, when we come back, I do want to talk some more Justin Fields. There are some news on his social media that has changed some of the the, the lines on where he's going to end up. Uh, Also, perhaps some other news about some potential free agents that uh, might have a really really wide receiver class. We'll discuss some of the NFL stuff when we return. Three guys on sports. Stick around with us. It is three guys on sports. Nick, Noah, Sawyer with you as well. 834-1027. And uh, let's talk some Justin Fields, some NFL action. I've got some other things here. Uh, some little new nuggets and updates and things. But, Wait, you uh, got I know nuggets over there? I got nuggets, man. Nuggets. I got nuggets. I got, I got sports nuggets. I don't, no. have, I don't have chicken nuggets. Uh, not yet, but man, South by is coming. I might I might take a <laughs> vacation from my soda for a week and it's going to be glorious. Anyway, uh, down 30 pounds in eight weeks. There we go. Yeah. Uh, okay, but here, let's. Uh, Justin Fields has unfollowed the Bears on Instagram and has followed Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and Bijan Robinson. This has caused their odds for Atlanta to be the future home of Justin Fields to surge. They are now second place at, according to my uh, sports book here, plus 150. The Steelers are still favorites, minus 120. So it goes Steelers, Falcons, then Bears, then Patriots, Raiders, Broncos, Commanders, Bucks, Seahawks, Vikings. Uh, no, I know you are, are you love talking Justin I'm, Fields and where he's I'm honed go. in on this one, yes. Uh, and is it just because you hate Geno Smith? We'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> Let's correlate those, yeah. But here, uh, do, do you do you guys buy into this whole unfollow on social media and following Ed Falcons? Like, is he is um, it just visited the Falcons? Is this is nice just thing, like trying because he's under contract. Yeah, like he's not a free agent. He's got a year left, right? Yeah, you, you do all the dramatics you want. You can just say you're not going to play and you want to play for this team. It's your GM and your team's decision where you're going to go for the most Which part. I do think because he doesn't have no trade clause, obviously right. as a rookie. But if the if the Bears if they do want to inevitably go with a quarterback, obviously it seems like it's going to be Caleb Williams, which I have a theory as to why it shouldn't be for them. Um, I can get more into that, uh, but there is value for him, and they can actually get value for this one year that he has on his contract. So you kind of have to if you're like, okay, we're not going to play him. I think the worst thing they could possibly do is draft a quarterback and keep him on the roster, mm. you know, because he's got some juice. And I think Atlanta, he's, he's from the Atlanta area. They have those weapons, as you mentioned, Bijan, Pitts, Drake, London, mm-hmm. um, a new uh, coach who I'm really excited about, Raheem Mostert, an extremely winnable division, especially just – 
I mean, the Bucks had a good year, but will the Bucks be the same? It doesn't even sound like they're going to re-sign Mike Evans. Well, that was um, one of my other uh, nuggets, was that Mike Evans is looking like he's not going to be correct. re-signed. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Texan over there, would you want no, Mr. No, Galveston to come on, over? You don't want the Galveston man? wide receiver. All right, all right. I will say, in the Who Follows Who game, a little high school that we're doing here, ooh, yeah. ooh, uh, <laughs> Saquon Barkley does follow, J.J. Watt, Nico Collins, and C.J. Stroud. I don't Uh-oh. know if he's unfollowed because that's another Dude. guy that they said is not coming back. Yeah, Sa- Saquon. I-, I want him to end up with the Chargers. I, I like the idea Ooh, yeah. okay. of Saquon to the Chargers. Uh, there- there's been some... take him on the uh, Cowboys. Uh, that's yeah, a favorite sure. spot for I mean, him to go right well, now. Look, if we're gonna fix anything on the Cowboys, I-, I mean, look, I would take Mike Evans on the Cowboys over. Saquon. Yeah, he's would, pretty good. Yeah. It depends on what we're be awesome. doing with Tony Pollard. We have to re-sign him. You need some, some help for Tony. I think you could get. Tony on a value deal now, though, because he had such a down year yeah. that you could probably get him pretty cheap. Yeah, I mean, or, his value went down. And I think, it, what was it? He had a quote that he was like, I didn't feel right until that, like, post-Thanksgiving game. Mm-hmm. So, like, sometime towards the end of the year, even, he was like, yeah, I finally recovered from that catastrophic angle. Injury. Here's the most important thing for me about Saquon to the Cowboys, which is, again, not even a thing that we should entertain as fans. Uh, or if you're a fan. Um... I don't trust them to utilize him to his full extent. Mm. I don't. I did like may, maybe maybe Tony Pollard wasn't a hundred percent, and that's yeah, something the, played into that with Mike McCarthy. But it's just, yeah. I don't. I think Saquon's a better running back than Tony Pollard, though. He is. Yeah, no question, no question. I think he's a better running back than a lot of guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no question. I'm sorry, Nick Chubb is coming off an injury now. They're saying Chubb could be on a cut list. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, oh, there's a lot of guys. Like Alvin Kamara could be on the cut list for the Mixon, Saints too. Mixon's I mean, supposed to be out at the Bengals. A lot of running backs going around the league. Yeah, uh, I've seen that the the latest <laughs> on the Bengals is is franchising um, T Higgins, T Higgins, mm-hmm. and then letting Tyler Boyd go. And I've That's seen a call. lot of mock drafts going uh, Brock Bowers for them. Yeah, that seems they're like keying that, in on yeah. a tight end. Okay, which would make sense. Yeah, uh, can but, I can I go ahead with? with well, what you're I, saying I, like, yeah. I, I don't trust Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys to okay. properly utilize Saquon. So I would rather have Mike Evans, who seems a little bit foolproof. I mean, just the all he does yeah. is score touchdowns and yard thousand man. yards. It's right, like, yeah, ten. You got Mike seasons. Evans and CD Lamb. Good lord, that'd be no. Does our defense still suck? I mean, really didn't. Suck last year. You're losing your DC. Uh, watch that Green Bay game. I mean, that game. Watch sucked. that Green Bay game. It definitely sucked. Okay, that game. that's that's what I'm going. But, for. I mean, overall, that wasn't your problem with the team. It so yeah, if, if we're not going to add on the defensive side, if we're going to add to that offense, Mike Evans would be exactly uh, both. Oh my God! Now afford him? Does he want to take a pay cut? And also, like all these receivers on the market uh, have to be first call is going to the Chiefs. I mean, have to be. Oh, Ayuk is uh, was the other receiver that uh, yeah, might be on his way. But that's a holdout issue, and then getting traded once again. Another guy that's under contract. Right, yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, like, like I feel like the Niners could very easily, because of all of their cap stuff and have to sign dudes, could say, "All right, Ayuk, you're unhappy. Get out of here." Yeah, Especially scram. if they get a first round pick and scram. just draft his replacement. But I like I like letting our, our trading Ayuk and turning things over to uh, Juwan Jennings and and Debo and going that route with the Niners. So what is this? All right. Go whatever you had there. Yeah, going, going back to Justin Fields here, uh, if I am the Bears, I think I've come to conclusion because I'm just kind of confused as what they want to do here. Um, if I'm the Bears, you know what I'm doing? I mean, this is how I feel about Caleb Williams. I get there's that whole stigma of uh, the quote we all love here, especially you, Sawyer, the generational talent aspect mm-hmm. here. But I genuinely do believe that um, Drake May and Jane Daniels could be pretty damn good in the NFL. 
I would trade out of one. I thought you were out on Drake May. I thought you didn't understand the Drake May thing. Uh, I no, I I get it. I just don't. I haven't seen enough of him. I think his build. He's like six six. He's you know big guy. Mm-hmm. Prototype. Yeah, prototype exactly. If I'm the Bears, I would trade out, and if you can get either the second or third pick, so let's say Washington really wants Caleb Williams, which it seems like they'd want to do. There's been some smoke there. Right, and he's from the D.C. area. It's new ownership. Cliff Kingsbury. Let's say they trade out of one and go to two, okay? Washington then gets their guy, Caleb Williams, pairs him with Cliff Kingsbury. They got a new ownership and whatnot, and they're going to a new stadium, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great for jersey sales for them, whatever. Then you probably get their next year first-round overall pick from that trade, yes. even just moving one spot. Go pick your pick between the Heisman winner and the guy who was supposed to be even in last year's draft really high pick of Drake May. I think both those guys are going to do just fine, specifically mm-hmm. in what situation they get put in, referring to Heisman winner Jane Daniels and even Drake May. Well, and then you can trade Justin Fields and get even more capital, and there you go. There's your, there's your quarterback problem. Well, I mean, wh- you don't why need not- to bank on one guy to be your savior. Why not trade... Uh, down to number two, take Marvin Harrison. Could do that. Keep Justin Fields. But you got to sign him. Mean, now, if that's the thing, and is that already, that relationship seems like it's starting to separate. And but that's this, not you, their you guy. Think the, move is the, the best move is, is to not have Justin Fields be At this point, I mean, if I'm the GM, if I'm yeah. Pools here, there's obviously something there that is, okay, we didn't draft this guy. Maybe they don't love the guy. Yeah. Kevin Warren comes in as the president from being the Big Ten uh, president. Now he's the president of the Bears. He wasn't a part of that draft either. And you're keeping around Eberflu. So I, 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 now here. I also don't think a stud wide receiver fixes the problems in Chicago. Correct. I, I, just, I just wanted Correct. to bring it up as, and as it's an option. It's an option for sure. I mean, I mean, look, keep but, keep trading down for all these guys that want quarterbacks. But who's to say with picks. the pick you get from Fields and with the pick you get from Washington, or like later on, let's say you have more draft capital, which yeah. they already have a lot, they move from nine down to six or seven. They could go get Malik Neighbors, who's probably the second best option there, yeah. or Roma Dunze. Like mm-hmm. that still could be an option there. I think that I rather have Drake <laughs> May or Jay Daniels. What if they did do that where they? They they trade fields yep. and move up from nine, and they trade away the first pick to get the second, and they go Jaden Daniels, Malik Neighbors. There you go, and just put both LSU, LSU guys baby. on the same All team. Right. Check this out, guys. You trade the first pick. Yeah. Yes. Trade away Caleb Williams. You trade away the second pick, the third. You trade away Justin Fields. Yes. You don't take a quarterback in no. the draft at all. You stockpile picks and you sign Kirk Cousins. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. They no, said that, uh, like that Kirk Cousins <laughs> is not going to get guaranteed money from the uh, Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings. No. There you go. No. Uh, it was a very uh, Patriots movie. I, I'm kind there. of out on Kirk Cousins of just like the, the Achilles injury, so late in his career. He's already old. Like, I don't think that that's a viable. Yeah. Like, that's a Steelers move, if you ask me. Well, yeah, let me tell you, this is Texas, not Arkansas. In Arkansas, it's good to be in on Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> But if you're gonna if you're gonna zag away from Caleb Williams, like just keep zagging, Bears, keep zagging all the way to sign Mac Jones. I don't know. Oh no, I don't know who else is available. Zach Wilson. There. Zach there Wilson. You go. That that no, that's that's too far. That's too far. <laughs> uh, all right. When we come back, I want to continue discussing uh, where should Justin Fields want to go? Do you like Steelers, Falcons, et cetera, et cetera? The grass uh, is always greener for Justin Fields. <laughs> We've got some some other uh, NFL notes here. I do. I got some. And we've got a phone call. Metropolis Chris is on the line. Chris, stick around. We'll be right back. We'll get your phone call. All right, we are back. Three guys on sports. 1027 ESPN Radio. Nick, Noah, and Sawyer. And you as well. 834-1027. That is the phone number to call or text into the show. We've got our guy, Montopolis Chris, on the phone line. Wants to talk about 
the many, many reasons to not draft Caleb Williams. Oh. What is up there, Chris? What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Howdy, yeah, Chris. Uh, real quick, um, Northside David or whatever his name is. Man, he reminds me of that guy at, at AutoZone that looking for a part. He's going to tell you, you don't want that part. No, nope, you don't want that part. <laughs> he, reminds, he reminds me of that guy. He's probably listening to him. Anyways, uh, Caleb Williams. Are you, do you really want to draft a guy who, who loses a game and goes crying to mommy in the stands mm-hmm. in college? That that's just a big that's a big red flag right there. That and the fact that he, you know, paints his fingernails. I mean. He's a, it, it, it scares me a little bit. Like, do what you want, right? I mean, it is he's doing the GQ stuff and whatnot, but it scares me a little bit to say, is this guy going to be leading grown men, you know, throughout? Like, he has to be the guy wherever he goes. He, he His comparison to Caleb, uh, to Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is just not even fair to him. Yeah, like, it's I, not fair to Patrick no, Mahomes. It's either. not fair to Patrick Mahomes at all either. Like, the kid does what he wants, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, that doesn't concern me as much about, like, Look. what he does from the side. But, like, yeah, I, I just I just think it's unfair to make that comparison both to him and, like you said, to Patrick Mahomes. He can throw the ball. He's very talented. But I don't think this guy is going to be Patrick Mahomes, plain and simple. That's why I'd take one of the other guys and get you some more draft capital out of the deal. So I think all three of them are going to be pretty good. Pretty good, though. That's it. I think at the end of the day is that if the goal is to get a difference maker, a Patrick Mahomes, how do you beat Patrick Mahomes with another Patrick Mahomes? Which there is none, though. Well, The guy who has seven rings is not, in your eyes, as good as him. Are you saying Joe Burrow is another Patrick Mahomes? Yes. All right, fair enough. Mm. Yes. The window for Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow. That you know that, that yeah, quote right, that he said. Right, like, yeah, the, the window yeah. is as long as I'm here. And and look, who who is the only person to beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs? It's Tom Brady, Tom Brady. and Joe Burrow. Only got to so, beat him at Arrowhead. And, and it's interesting because like I think Caleb Williams. The comparisons to Patrick Mahomes is is with the arm strength, with the fact that he can make these crazy throws from anywhere on the yeah. field. Like Patrick Mahomes, that's part of his 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 secret is that he's never like. Where like he's never out of being able to make a throw or make a play, no matter yeah. where he's in the field, no matter what happens, what breaks but down. Statistically, like he, we have seen that his numbers are going down every single year in terms of depth of target and uh, how long but, but a just, touchdown pass. But just as far as his game, is yeah. that he can make all those. You look, you go get him a Mike Evans, you get him a T Higgins, you get him a Brandon Ayuk. Let's see if that changes. Like yeah. that's, mm. it's, it's by design because they don't have any receivers uh, game breaker to challenge people game down breaker. the field. So you, he's got to go and do that, and right. then. But just like like that's where the Caleb Williams comparison should start in it. It's just like he has the arm to make these throws. What should worry you if you're a Bears fan or, or a team that is going to try to draft him, Washington, is that he doesn't have the mentals. And that is what that's Patrick Mahomes' secret thing. Is he is not he Yeah. But they also said that CJ Stroud had one of the worst like mental tests that they had. Well seen. that no, they said he was stupid. Yeah. Okay, let's not mentor. They everybody thought that CJ Stroud was stupid because he had a poor a poor score well, on the Well, I think test. part of that was a little bit of he didn't go to the one of the camps, and it, it, it got, got got a little weird. Yeah, the whole exactly. Landing camp thing, and people are starting to talk poorly about him and his character and how smart he was. Which clearly he's pretty smart. He, which, he, yeah, he knows he what he's the doing. Biscuit in the back. I, I think that was a little he said he said she said kind of thing. I've seen guys who like uh, who basically can't read, but you put them on a football field and they're fantastic. Read okay, a like it's Mm-mm. exactly. You know, so like the the the, the whatever the is the new wonderlick test. Whatever, like that's also. I'm. I'm did, did CJ? Did he know? Did he tank that test because of the Panthers? The Panthers, like, maybe. Is that why he ordered scallops? <laughs> yeah. I, look, maybe he. Maybe he's smarter than the average fox. 
John Fox? Panthers. Nate. Uh, okay. So I don't care that he paints his fingernails. It's fine. Whatever. Mm. Montopolis Chris, is it okay? Keeps me from he, biting mine. If, he, if he's in a band, is that fine? If Caleb Williams was in a band. In a rock band, yeah. Is it, is it okay if he paints his fingernails? Like, whatever, man. It is, that's um, what, it is what it is. Now, the, the immaturity of it you can talk about, because doesn't he paint, like, swear words? He said F you, Notre stuff. Dame, like that, whatever. That to me, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, How if, many if fingers does he have? That, that's that's his secret. That's why you make all those throws. He's yeah, got six fingers. You're ripping the football yeah. different. Um, so yeah, if you want to question his maturity, and I, I've seen a lot of pushback on the whole uh, him talking about not wanting to go to loser franchises. Like apparently his camp is now saying you like, know that, how the that's draft all his works. Dad. Yeah, it's all his dad. That's <laughs> not Caleb's. He's ready to go in there. And I, I do think if you draft him, are there are there risks? Like I don't know. The the end result is that if the game is to get a difference maker at a quarterback. And then Caleb Williams is your best shot at that. And if he's if he's not, then you say okay, throw him out, and we'll go back with the next one. Okay, uh, when it, is Arch available? Is my question that it is I agree with what you're saying, but is Chicago just going to draft this guy because they are the franchise that gets no quarterback option, right? Like, is that the only reason they're going to be like, oh, we have to take this guy because if he doesn't, if he does become what he's supposed to be, we missed out again, again. and we're cursed. And that, that's just such a. As someone who's a fan of a pretty I got much bad cur- news for you. If Jaden Daniels turns out to be a guy, if Drake May turns out to be a guy, and it's okay, they're going to say the exact 100%. same thing. Right, exactly. That's my thing is, are they just drafting him because of what he could be compared to what we see on the field with a guy who just won the Heisman this year, yeah. who's an option that you can definitely get if you trade out. And same with uh, Drake May. Now, you have to trade out to probably two or three, but I think Washington would give them another first rounder next year to get the guy that's from DC to get the big name like big Caleb new Williams owner move and have Cliff Kingsbury let's just throw that on top you know well, what I mean there's also this idea of if you're going to trade away Caleb Williams they're going to have to have the godfather offering so if nobody's willing to because what was Trey Lance was three firsts yeah like if you can't get if you can't have to take less yeah but Caleb you, Williams like that that could also just back them to the, like nobody's going to give them that crazy offer where they can finally whether you like you're you're giving away value you know what I'm saying uh, well they have they're right there at two so you're not losing too much value to go to two you, yeah get, you should get at I'm least first saying, round like, pick still you could get it into your head that Caleb Williams is so valuable that you have to take him because you can't get which I think stupid good value personally I think that's well, yeah dumb. lots of this is stupid I mean right. you're like we, we, it's the Chicago, Chicago Bears we're talking about yeah, we do an entire show on the stupidity right. none of these people it was Dominic Foxworth of ESPN who tells us all the time that like you know because he was uh, the the president of the Players Association mm-hmm, I believe mm-hmm. And eventually went to Harvard Business School. Yeah. And he talks about the first time that he got into a meeting with Jerry Jones. He was like, oh, these guys are not smarter than me. No. No. And, and like, I, we all forget that. Like, you get, yeah, so that, that I, I don't expect teams to necessarily do the smart move. The smart move would be hiring Bill Belichick to be your coach, no matter what he wants to do. But nobody wants to do that. Um, so I, I, I think that just you, you get fired on passing for Caleb Williams. You don't get fired for taking Caleb Williams. I mean, maybe you do, but like, like uh, I don't no. know. I don't know. What, what, okay, if you're Chicago, you too. You're, you're the Chicago Bears. What are you doing right now? With all situations, are you going to keep field? There's so many routes you can I'm go I'm listening here. to all the offers I can get for the one pick and what I can get for Justin Fields and just weighing my options there. Fair. Is, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, doing, to, I'm I'm trying to, to turning over. I'm turning over every single stone. Sure. As you should. Yeah. I'm trying to get a bunch of first round. I'm, I am trading out of that pick, and I'm trying to find... Okay, like, you would uh, trade. But also, Daniels. is this them acknowledging the fact the that they are not going to compete due to the fact that there might be a dude in Green Bay 
in that we see what the lines are and they feel like the third man out and they're like, we got clearly it's on way because they thought that they could make a push last year. Look, I still think they can make a push. I mean, the, that the defense, defense is decent. The defense, the defense was decent, decent especially uh-huh. at the end of the year. They're getting weapons. If they get, especially if you get a haul for either Justin Fields, if you can get a first rounder for Justin Fields. And I don't you think have three first rounders. I don't think you would. I think second round though, still a great pick. I think yeah. you get a second round because yeah, he's got so one like, year on the deal. That's the only reason why they're going to be adding an influx of talent if you can draft well with the Bears. And I'm not, I haven't paid a ton of attention outside of Roshan Johnson of who they're drafting to know whether they're, they're like the the Ravens, the Lions uh, teams. Who else is another team that they're not drafting, drafting that well? The they get some decent guys on defense though. That, yeah. that's for sure. Um, and you could argue that it like. They had a chance to at least play spoiler for Green Bay in the last. Justin Fields had a chance to go out there and beat Green Bay and say, "Hey, make make the the brass there, the front office, think twice about trading him." And he did yeah. not do it. But my issue with that, and I know Chicago fans, like I have friends in my life that are huge Chicago fans, and they were banking on that game being the okay. This is if we're going to keep Justin Fields or not. A team we saw clearly with Green Bay is pretty damn good. Yeah, almost beat the Niners. Uh, has beaten the Lions when we played them. I mean, talking top of the NFC before at home during Thanksgiving, smoked us actually. Uh, then beats uh, first round of the playoffs, goes and beats Dallas. Who mm-hmm. so Dallas? I know the, their playoff success isn't great, but nobody really saw that fully coming unless you're a fan and you have that in your thought. Like you know, it's a seven point spread so, after the fact. I saw it coming. Right, <laughs> right. So after the fact the that everyone was banking on oh, if Justin Fields can go up to Chicago, uh, go up to Green Bay and win that game, then we'll keep him. I think it's stupid. Well, but the point, but like, I don't think that he necessarily. I, I was again. I didn't watch all that game, obviously, but like he didn't look. It, great, it was like, no. he didn't look great. It was a disappointment. It's yeah, like, okay, like this is not going to get. You, this is we've why had people four years of it. four years of Fields now, right? Yeah, this is four. And yeah. if they're still saying they don't know what they have, you really got to let it go. Yeah, and, and yeah, that, had that's the four answer. bites at the apple. You don't know sure. what you have, and you can sit there and point to all the reasons about well, they not also say you don't know what you have until it's gone. Mm-hmm. Mm. But if you try sometimes, mm, might just fine. fine. You drafted you Caleb Williams, and so again, like those are all reasons. Like there's, there's still questions about Justin Fields. You have to now pay him. That does all whole the whole separate conversation. So like, just, just take take the guy, whether you're right or wrong. Take the guy. Nobody's gonna blame you for taking Caleb. So Williams. you are taking the guy now. You're switching. You're not trading. Well, what are you doing? I am talking about from their perspective. Third decision. My decision is to trade down. Obviously, okay. okay that's your decision. Okay, that I love sense. if you if you follow if you play in a fantasy football. Yeah, league, I love first round picks. I will trade players for picks any day of the yeah. week because those are nobody knows that those guys are bad. Yeah. Um. But I think the Bears. I'm saying is is like just take Caleb Williams, keep your job for another couple years, and 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 you know. Like worst case scenario is that he's just a replacement level quarterback that he's just really really good and not generational. He's like, a little better than Justin Fields. Yeah. yeah, I mean he'll be good. I don't think it's that he won't be good, but I just think you can take. You don't have to take him. Is what I'm saying. I just don't think it's you have to do that. I mean again, look uh, the the Cowboys three championships were built on the fact that we got a million picks from the Vikings. Yeah. So picks um, are important. Yeah, that that helps out. I mean, picks are very seen, important. Uh, the Patriot way was to trade down constantly. It helped out that they have Tom Brady, mm-hmm. but they constantly trade down and acquiring right. all these talents and things. So, like, yeah, like I, I believe in getting picks and getting getting. Same. If they're all lottery tickets, give me more lottery tickets. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Uh, anything else on Justin Field? Oh, uh, where he wants to go? Steelers, Falcons, Patriots. I like the Falcons. I like you, the Falcons. You, you mentioned the most. Noah. Like, I, I just. 
The Steelers are apparently trying to decide between Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. I'm done with them. That's crazy. No, no, no. Sorry, Mason, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. That's just, they got that's rid of Mitch Trubisky. That's just sad. And yeah, like, what, uh, yeah. Are you, what are you doing, man? So, like, obviously, they should want to get Justin Fields. Let's not forget in that game, the only team we didn't uh, get Sawyer when we go back to the top 10, the ten, la- 10 last teams not to win a playoff game mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Steelers. Steelers were on that list. They haven't won a playoff game in years. They make it to the playoffs. They win 10 games like they did this year, but it really doesn't yeah. mean anything. Now, I mean, I, I, I kind of see it. You're going to have uh, Pickens, you're going to have. Um, Oh, no, I can't think of it. Deontay name. Johnson. Yes, thank Jaylen you. Jalen Warren. Najee Harris. Pat uh, Fryermuth. The, the Muth? Yeah. Like, there are lots of pieces in on offense, and I think that Justin Fields, uh, I don't know who, oh, Arthur Smith is their offensive coordinator now. Like, they're still, it doesn't there necessarily fix Tannehill going, too. Oh. Yeah, he's oh, really yeah. just trying to rebuild yeah. the Titans up there. I mean, they want to run the ball. That kind of fits with the Steelers. You could yeah, how about you fix your offensive line? I don't know. I don't think it's it'd be a disaster for Fields to end up in the Steelers, but I, I just I like the Falcons. I don't know if that's uh, if that's Bijan, if that's just because that was one of the first things, but I it just it feels right. It feels right for Justin Fields to be the with the Falcons and, and to have that shot. With yeah, I weapons. like that idea. Mm. I do too. He's oh, from I, like I just think guys. it fits. I think it fits well. Not just because I have pits on my dynasty league. And I really need them to get I somebody to I think Atlanta's not that bad. I really don't think they're that bad. I think Bijan can ball out with him. Mm-hmm. That'd be a cool combo to have in the backfield. Yeah, Raheem Morris, that defense. There's, there's some stuff to build there with the, with the Falcons. I, I like that as well. 2017 was the last time the Pittsburgh Steelers won. It was against the Miami Dolphins. January 8th of 2017. That was my freshman year of college. I hate you It's been so a long much. time. I hate you so much. <laughs> uh... Okay, uh, we'll come back and we'll wrap things up. We got to get the puck out of the way. We got to get the fastest break going. Got stuff to do. Uh, and also, just because um, I like to encourage drama amongst the listeners, Northside Dave texts in 834-1027. And he says, Hey, Montopolis, Chris, your mom is going to want that part. Oh, 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 the oh. beef begins. I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right. We'll come back and finish out the show. Three guys on sports. One more segment. Stick around. We're back. Three guys on sports. 1027 ESPN Radio. Nick, Noah, Sawyer, and you guys. 834-1027. That's the phone number to call or text into the show. Uh, Montopolis Chris says, Northside Dave, your family hates you. God. Wow. (laughs) Escalating (laughs) quickly. crazy. Uh, Another person says, love hearing Sawyer moan on the hot mic. That was a commercial break. Go was my bad. Too many moving parts here. You're welcome. And uh, let's see here. Another texter says, such a boomer take to care about an athlete painting their fingernails. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Uh, all right. We need to get the puck out of the way let's here. get out the way. Come there is on. no fastest break because there was no NBA And action. there's no NBA tomorrow, too. I haven't looked that up. Really? Yeah, look at that break <sighs> they're having. Lames. Which, I mean, look, we can do 60 seconds on LeBron James, so. whether he deserves the retirement tour if you mm. want to or not. He's going to have a retirement oh, tour. One. Oh, yeah. Thousand. Can you bet on that? Put, put, I'm all in on LeBron James will have his retirement tour. Jeez, shut up, LeBron. You're so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, however, there was hockey action. Oh, yeah. So Sawyer oh, Stahl yeah. not only saw it live and in person. We'll get into that in a second. He went up to go see the Stars up in Dallas. Uh, but let's catch up on everything else around the league with the uh, get the puck out of the way. I think I said Sawyer, but it's Noah. Oh, whatever. It Just is play the music me. Uh, yes, we'll get to Sawyer going up to Dallas. But we'll start off with yesterday, the action. There was President's Day puck at noon as the Ducks and the Sabres started early in Anaheim's 4-3 win 
over the Sabres. It took nine rounds in shootout for the Bruins to put away the Stars 4-3. to three. Austin Matthews is knocking on the door 50 as he scores in the Leafs 4-2 win over the Blues. The game that was truly wild, Minnesota scores seven. Yes, seven goals. That's a touchdown in the third to come back on the Canucks and win 10-7 to seven in that one. It took extra time, but the Wings get two points in a 4-3 OT win over the Seattle Kraken. Seam re- re- relocation talks could have the Yotes shook. They lose their ninth straight over the Oilers, 6-3. to three. Somebody tell the Baby Sharks, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. There's hockey going on. They lose to Vegas 4-0. to zero. The newest Jet, Monahan has three in the first, but he can't do it all as Winnipeg falls to the Flames 6-3. But our scores and the internet goes wild, but the Blackhawks still suck, and they lose to the Canes 6-3. And the Sense Storm, the Bay, as Ottawa gets the win over Tampa. Was your Monday in hockey? I will pass it off to my good friend over here, Sorstall, who was on site again. On site at yeah, the AAC. So, so yeah. you had your weekend was Friday at it the was, Longhorns game. Yeah, as soon as I was over, get to Mrs. Hot Dog's house, go to bed, wake up at nine, get in the car, drive to Dallas, <laughs> go to a hockey game. Uh, How's that traffic this, in Waco? Is the name better? Oh, yeah, there was good? none. It good. was perfect. It what? was nice. There was no <laughs> Waco Temple traffic, which you, was shocking. Did you stop by the check stop? No, we didn't. Oh. We uh, we you unfortunately at least got not. By on the way back. On the way back, yeah. Um, it was nice. We got back so late that uh, there was no traffic in Temple or Waco then either. But um, I love the AAC. My friend Nick pointed out to me something I never realized is that it is the perfect blend of an airport and. Uh, a stadium at the same time and that 100%. never clicked with me and now I can't unsee it and I'm like well American Airlines makes sense uh, I tried to peek behind the uh, the construction area of where they're going to put up the uh, Mike Madonna statue going up uh-huh. uh, he will be leading the Dallas St. Patrick's Day Parade uh, right now just a lot of little rocks so I don't know if they're trying to put them together or what's going on there exactly <laughs> but I was highly concerned um, we were up in the, uh, let me tell you, our seats were, if it were to rain first in the American Airlines Center, we would know before everyone else, but it was beautiful. We were like up in the corner getting to see uh, the, mm-hmm. the new seat. They renovated all the AAC seats oh, and nice. the giant Jumbotron. Was it, still, um, was it still cold up there? Cause you know, heat rises. I'm curious if like that's, uh, like, you know. no, it actually wasn't that cold at all. Okay. It's colder in the HEB center for without a doubt than, uh, American Airlines. But, uh, just Dude, a complete, I went to, uh, sorry, AEW the other, uh, mm-hmm. on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day out there. I don't know if the, if it was the ice underneath the floor. It was it was cold there as well. I was like, yeah, feels, I think they have to keep it cold. Feel that, even though the the mats they put on top yeah. of it. But uh, uh, it was a great game. Uh, we got to see the whole sheet of ice. I got to become very good friends with the uh, gentleman uh, doing draft beers on the first floor. That's the secret of the American Airlines Center, folks. No one's going to tell you this. You're going to be paying $12 for a 16-ounce, uh, one of those aluminum cans. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the draft guy, you get 24 for a 12 or uh, $12. Okay. Incredible. That's, I mean, that's, no that's, one knows about this. Hey, come on now. A uh, nice $10 hot dog. It was a pretty good time. Uh, did it upright. A uh, little, little bit of ketchup, a lot of mustard uh-huh. and the relish. Good uh-huh. time. Nice. Uh, Stars score three in the second. Oilers score three in the second as well. Connor McDavid, yeah. pretty good at hockey. Pretty damn good. I, very impressive. Uh, we moved down for a little bit there, and uh, for the OT, there's a whole row, just a couple of rows in front of us that left, so we moved down. And, Dude, uh, I, I, obviously you're a fan of the move down. I, I don't I do not do a lot of that where it's I, I get scared to move down. What are they going to tell me to do? Go back to my seat? I know, I okay. know. Okay. Somebody moves down to my seat. Uh, it's like, nah, look, I'm yeah. a coward. Okay, I, I don't, I'm just never one of those kids to break the rules. There weren't really anybody able to move down into our original <laughs> seats. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. 
but I, I saw a lot of people complaining, at least one person on Twitter tweeted at Crystal Conte about people moving down at Longhorn baseball games and people not the seats. And I was like, really, guys? Uh-oh. <laughs> really? Uh-oh. I don't know who they'd be complaining about uh, that I one. I figured. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I will tell you, the people that we sat behind that uh, were very well to do uh, at the baseball game did enjoy our entertainment that we brought to the 8th and 9th inning. Bring that good uh, energy, right? And that, uh, talking to the San Diego players there. But uh, the start, it was a hard-fought loss. They lose an OT. Get a and point, then, get a point. Yeah, against one of the best teams in the West, the, the, definitely the best player. They're up. They lose yesterday uh, in <laughs> nine rounds of a shootout, which is insane. That's they usually insanity. don't go past three. To a good Bruins team, we're down, I don't know how many defensemen right now. Our best player uh, on defense just had a yeah. kid, so he didn't play. Big news, though, uh, hometown hero right now, Logan Stankoven, mm. just got shipped up to the uh, Dallas Stars, so he might be making his NHL debut tonight. Ah, uh, the Stankoven, now yeah. a big D. Nice, I can get behind that guy. That's He's already... They're playing. Uh, they're playing up in. Uh, they're playing the New York Rangers tonight. There was a jersey giveaway for the game on Saturday that we went to. They're giving away youth uh, Wyatt Johnson jerseys. Young guy on the team is very good. So I'm trying to do something. I want to get one of our listeners who has a kid that might be interested in a sport. Uh, I want to get him that jersey and maybe try to get him some tickets to a game. So we'll see if we can work something out with here's that. What, here's what you do: is you get a van. Yeah, all no the windows, windows taped up. So I'm, hey kid, I got a hockey driving jersey. Driving around, like, yeah, come on, he wants this hockey jersey. I was like, what could go wrong with that plan? Yeah, no problem. We'll figure something. If you guys do have, if there are any hockey fans out there, Stars fans, uh, feel free to get at Sawyer. We've got a yeah. A I want to grow the game, jersey. dude. Grow the game. I want to grow the game. We'll, we'll get. We'll game. I tried it on. It didn't fit. <laughs> we'll come up with something. Uh, Lightly yeah. used. Uh, and then, okay, real quickly, Sawyer, of, of all three of your experiences, Dish Fog Field, the Dallas Stars, AAA Arena. And then I guess your backyard watching Na- uh, Daytona Nas- 500. What was the most fun you had this weekend watching sports? Dude, getting together with the boys at the dish. It was a good time. Nice. It was a very good time. I'm excited for the whole season. Well, good. All right. That's it for us. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with some sort of wacky draft and whatever wacky football Wednesdays. we can dra- drag up and shove into this show. Thanks, guys. Three guys in sports. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. The job is done. We can go home now. 